missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. You ever had a cat, Shaw? Yeah, we've had a cat. Yeah. How long has it been since you had a cat? Uh, four years, maybe? Four years, okay. Gene, you still got, what, seven, eight cats over I, there? I have one cat, actually. One cat. Well, I have the same cat I've had for 11 years, but yes, one. Okay, so... Well, I don't know. You're always taking in strays. You know? That's that's true. Right, but Sean? this is just I mean, one. Like, whether one, it's people or, or animals mm-hmm. or things she finds under her canoe in her backyard, there's always some kind of stray going on in Gene. We got a cat uh, a couple of years ago. It was mm-hmm. actually uh, our cat's gotcha day over the weekend. Okay. Um, and uh, I like the cat. He's okay. He's nice. Um, I don't like the counter stuff, you know, getting on the counters. Uh-huh. I can't really combat that. Tried it with the tinfoil. That didn't work. Thankfully, he doesn't get up on top of the cabinets anymore. He used to get all the way up on top, mm. and that was a real issue for me. And uh, he, for some reason, uh, outgrew that, didn't like it. But uh, the other thing he likes to do, Shaw, is he likes to get into the couch downstairs. <laughs> like into the couch? Like our new, nice, you know, $1,200 couch that we bought a couple of years like ago. Like into we bought the cushions? Like any? In- no, so what he, he, and he only does it when people come over the house. <laughs> so, like, if we have someone coming over, like when Tom came over, my neighbor, to help me put the screen door in over the weekend, the cat ended up. He goes into the couch, like he gets underneath it, and then he goes up into the back of it just to hide out. He doesn't go in there mm. to destroy anything. Okay. He's just terrified of, of people he's unfamiliar with. So uh, the cat definitely has an issue with that. Uh, so we've had, you know, a cable guy over. We had a heating and air conditioning guy over, landscaping dudes, the whatever. Cat goes into hiding. Cat just, yeah. And the wife, of course, freaks out. Like two seconds, she's on DEFCON Brown. Where's the cat? Oh, my God. I'm having a panic. I'm like, the cat's hiding. It'll come out when it's ready. Yes. Cats are that way. Yeah. That's just how the damn cat is. Well, uh, one thing I've never really thought about with our cat is how many surfaces in our house the cat's butthole has touched. <laughs> but a sixth grader in Tennessee was worried about that. <laughs> and they did a science fair project about it. I don't know if you saw this. Uh-uh. Yeah. There's a sixth grader in Tennessee named Caden Griffin. And I think Caden and his mom and dad have multiple cats, not just okay. one. And Caden's worried about and that. And Caden was very interested in finding out, does your cat's butthole really touch all the surfaces in your house? Because, you know, the cat sits there and its butthole is right there. And, you know, if you've ever been around a cat, the tail's up and you can see the butthole. And a lot of times they don't He's do a good curious. job cleaning. And Caden, you know, probably multiple cats wondering how many times am I sitting down somewhere or eating off a surface that the cat's butthole has been on? So what did Caden do, Shaw? I made a science experiment out of it. He did. He ran his experiment by putting non-toxic lipstick on was, his cat's anuses. I was going to say, it had to be some sort of a... <laughs> Is yep. it anuses or anus eye? I don't know. What's the plural I, of anus? Ain't I? Ain't so I? what did he find out? <laughs> he found out. He kept track of uh, where the little lipstick would show this up. Little, 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 imprints, <laughs> little imprints of lipstick all over the this house, guy. right? This little sixth grader, he's just very intrigued by this. Yeah. He How did the cat out. feel about all this? <laughs> Cats, multiple. He's got several cats. Uh, so his uh, scientific experiment, he found Funny. he found this out. Uh, Shaw, cats with long and medium hair don't make any contact with hard or soft surfaces. So those cats didn't leave behind any trace of the lipstick on their anus. Long and medium? Uh, long and medium okay. hair cats don't. But cats with short hair don't make contact with hard surfaces, but there were smears of lipstick on soft surfaces like the bed or the couch or maybe a pillow or something along those lines. Great. Yeah. So there you go, Shaw. So if you're worried about cats and, quite their, an experiment. And, their, and their buttholes, had a whole, what are those things where the the poster boards with the multiple sides and the pictures and yeah. the, what are they called? Diorama. Di- is that what it's called? I, a di- so. I don't know. I don't have kids. So I don't, 
But uh, he made a big, huge one. Very proud of himself. Oh. Lots of pictures of him and his cat. That's science. And a lot yeah. of sciencing going on there with mm-hmm. some lipsticks and uh, some cat buttholes. And he got to the bottom of things. Cat in the wall, eh? Yeah. So Caden got himself a, a career in, in figuring out cats or, or buttholes or lipsticks or something. I don't know. But uh, if you've ever wondered, Shaw, there you go. Now you have your I answer. haven't, but I have now. Caden took care of the science for you. You don't need to worry about it too much. Caden took care of it for you. You don't have to come... You don't have to conduct your own experiment at your own house, Shaw. No, I know his butt's been on my pillow now, yeah. Yeah. Three White, once again, brought to us by House Diamond Jewelers. You can read more about Caden and his butthole experiment on our website. Go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the Morning Sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Pretzels are making me thirsty. Is that how you're going to say it? No, no, I'm working on it. Do it like this. These pretzels are making me thirsty. These pretzels are making me thirsty. No, no, see, that's no good. You don't know how to act. (laughs) These pretzels are making me thirsty. Morning Sickness, Brian, Gene, and Scott Robert Shaw in the Wisdom Newsroom for a three-way brought to us by Pasture Pride Cheese in Cashton on National Pretzel Day. Something you got to have at Oktoberfest, right, Shaw? Mm, you got that right. Big old giant pretzel. Factor Bullcrap Pretzel Edition on National Pretzel Day. What do you know about pretzels? They are delicious. They can be if the salt... One of my favorite snacks. If the salt content is high enough, then I will enjoy a pretzel. If it's not high enough, then I don't enjoy the Good pretzel. Good soft pretzel. Oh, man, that's hard to beat. Soft, doughy, mm. warm, mustard, cheese. Yep. All sorts of dipping, dipping going on. I even like me one I of like them. I like the pretzel chips, the ones that are flat. Oh, you yeah. Know? Those, oh, those are good for dipping stuff. National Pretzel Day. Yum. Here on the Morning Sickness. Factor okay. Bullcrap Shaw. The pretzel company, Auntie Ann's. Is named after a real person. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? I have no idea. Let's say fact. Fact. Hoo-ah! Started by a woman named Ann Beeler in Downington, Pennsylvania. The first store opened in 1988. By the way, at Makes the Mall the of mall America, smell really good. That was the line for those pretzels. It was like, <laughs> holy moly, that must be what everybody wanted during a pandemic. It went around the corner and down the hallway. It was ridiculous. When I managed the Blazing Teas t-shirt shop at the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester uh, many years ago, we had a Cinnabon mm-hmm. instead of an Auntie Anne's, and that smell was just... Ridiculous. It starts out in the morning as nice, but then after about three hours, you're just like <laughs> sickened by you it. You go home, you smell like it. And yeah. you're just sort of like, oh, why couldn't it have been pretzels? National Pretzel Day, Factor Bullcrap, Pretzel Edition. According to legend, pretzels were first invented by monks. Is that Factor Bullcrap, Sean? I think that's fact. I think that has to do with the way they're folded, like their arms are folded in prayer or something. Hoo-ah! Jeez, look at this nerd. Not only did he get it right, but he got it right based on the knowledge that he knew it was right. A lot of people associate pretzels with Germany, beer, Oktoberfest, the whole nine yards. But it's Italian monks who apparently first made them in the 7th century supposed to resemble folded arms, which was how they prayed. Look at you, Sean. They also make good beer over there, too. So they knew what they were doing. Italian monks make good Mm -hmm. beer. I thought they were wine guys. Yeah. They branch out. Look at this nerd. Their arms don't branch out. That's why they get (laughs) folded, right? Factor Bullcrap National Pretzel Day Edition. 
the world's largest pretzel weighed over 15,000 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? That sounds like bullcrap. Hoo-ha! 1,728 pounds. A team, that's a big pretzel. That's still a big-ass pretzel. A team in El Salvador, uh, El Salvador made it in 2015, Shaw. You're three for three. You're batting 1,000 here. Let's see if we can finish strong here. Two questions left, Factor Bullcrap. Pretzel edition on National Pretzel Day. Pretzels are not actually served at the official Oktoberfest in Munich. Come on, Shaw. You got to know this one. Your daughter's been there, right? She has, yeah. Uh, Is that Factor Bullcrap? I got to call Bullcrap on that. Huge part of why people aren't drunker at Oktoberfest. That's why <laughs> they have food in their belly. That's why October is National Pretzel Month, even though Pretzel Day is in April. Make those necklaces for Oktoberfest made mm-hmm. of pretzels, right, on a string. You just reach down and chew them off. Four for four. Let's try and finish strong here, Shaw. Factor You're doing good, Shaw. Really pretzel good. edition on National Pretzel Day. A pretzel almost killed... <laughs> A United States president. Is that fact or bullcrap? I don't remember hearing that, but sounds like an interesting story. Let's say fact. President George W. Bush. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watched a football game in 2002 when he choked on a pretzel, right. lost consciousness, and fell off a couch. Obviously, he's probably got many people around at all times. Someone saw he had... Help, I've fallen out. I can't get up. Yeah. Had a little trouble there and got him taken care of, got that pretzel out, but... George Dubba. Apparently Could have been a, a lot worse. Had a little trouble. You got to yeah. chew that food before you swallow it That's there, right. Georgie. You got to chew it. Can't just swallow them pretzels whole. Five for five on pretzel day. Love me some pretzels. Robert Shaw. Yeah, you do, apparently. Got them all right. Factor Bullcrap Pretzel Edition on National Pretzel Day. Congratulations. Go home and eat some pretzels. I, I will, as a matter of fact. Gene and I were talking briefly earlier about our favorite things to dip our pretzels in. Do you have a, a specialty? I was having some pretzels last night while we are watching the Oscars with uh, a smoky cheddar yeah, cheese see, spread thing. Cheese yeah. spread. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what That beer cheese dip that Gene was saying that you get at, like, Wisconsin Potlucks or whatever. That parties. Have you had yeah. that? Oh, song? I have. That's yeah, delicious. It comes in a green, you know, Tupperware bowl with the white lid, and you take it off, and everybody knows what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just like, how quickly can we eat all of this dip? <laughs> you know what I mean, Shaw? People's fingers end up in it. We don't care. We don't give a rat's mm-hmm. ass. We're just eating it. You're making me thirsty. <laughs> Is that how you're going to say it? No, no. I'm working on it. Do it like this. These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> you don't know These how to act. These pretzels are making that. me thirsty. You don't know how to act. See, that's no good. See, you don't know how to act. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Good news with Slayer. Only on 95.7 The Rock. News with Slayer weekdays just after 7 a.m. here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock, giving you something to smile about, whether it's the Slayer or the good news or a combination of both. Good news with Slayer. Hey, here's some good news. Even though everybody's hiring because nobody wants to work, the people that are working apparently really enjoy their jobs. Okay. In fact, there was slightly higher job satisfaction last year than there was in 2019, according to a new survey. One of the biggest reasons is how lots of companies 
stepped up to take care of their employees. People gave very high scores in a recent survey to things like company health plans, performance review process, flexible time plans, and family leave plans. Yeah, I think a lot of companies realize, look, man, we need to keep these employees. We got work to be done, and their satisfaction really ties into our production. Mm -hmm. A lot of companies made that switch in 2020 because they had to. Good news with Slayer here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. It's a shark! A shark! It's a big-ass shark! It's not a big-ass shark. It's a big-ass catfish. And Autry Hogan is a 7-year-old kid in Tennessee who caught it. This kid saved up all of his allowance money over the last couple of weeks and months to buy himself a new fishing rod. Went out with his dad and his younger brother and his grandfather on their first fishing excursion with his brand new rod. Caught himself an 83-pound catfish. You got to see this thing. It's massive. It's almost as big as the kid is. They threw it back, obviously, but they held it up by the mouth. Oh, I'm sure. He's seven, right? He's just a little kid. Yeah, kid standing next to it, and it's almost as big as he is. I'm sure it is. By the way, that's only two pounds less than the state record in Tennessee. The catfish was 47 inches long, just about the same size he is, and the state record is 85 pounds, 15 ounces. It's been the state record for almost 30 years, and this seven-year-old kid with his brand-new fishing rod went out and caught himself almost a, uh, a state record. Catfish, how cool is that? Last but not least, good news with Slayer here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. If you don't need the best in the world, it's great. Definitely the food isn't the best part. Casa Bonita is something special to all of us who grew up in Denver. It's the cliff diving and the scary (laughs) monkey and the cave that smells like feet. I love the puppet show and the gunfights and the magic shows. I love this. What? (laughs) These people are, like, trashing this restaurant, and, like, if you don't need good food, then this place is great, right? But they don't go there for the food. It's not world famous. There's nothing all that great about it. It's kind of... But the locals love it, and they were worried it was going to get closed because they're struggling, like many restaurants and bars are during the pandemic. And so they decided to come together and try and save this restaurant in Denver. It's a famous Mexican restaurant called Casa Bonita. They have live entertainment, as you heard there. They've got puppet shows and magic shows and, and uh, Dude, you know, a puppet show? And all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and a bunch of people stood outside of the restaurant on Saturday and tried to raise money to help keep it from going out of business. So far, they've been able to raise over $50,000 uh, with various donations from various different people all around the the uh, Denver area and uh, hopefully able to work something out to keep that Casa Bonita restaurant open. But I love the fact that they're honest about it. They're like, look, man, we're not we're not coming in here getting a five star Michelin, you know, no, uh, we get a puppet type. show, dude. <laughs> yeah, we understand yeah. what's going on yeah, here. Some Mexican food, some tacos, <laughs> some quesadillas and a, and a puppet show. You uh-huh. know? And we love the place. So let's save it. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. We just recently watched shock docs on the travel channel what's that so so far there's two of them the first one it's like a two-hour documentary special uh the first one was about ed and lorraine warren conjuring right or not oh, the conjuring, oh okay the, yeah 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 uh, the, the dolls all the dolls annabelle that you know the uh the couple that investigated all the all the spooky stuff basically uh including the amityville house which was the second episode of Travel Channel's new documentary called Shock Docs. And there was, uh, it was okay. It was, we watched it. It was about two hours and there were several things about it that I didn't like. Um, I think they rushed a little bit to try and get all the info in there and 
And because of that, they left a lot of stuff out that I, I had questions about, Shaw. Mm-hmm. But it was okay. And, you know, as fans of horror movies and uh, of things like that, my wife and I enjoyed it. Um, you can watch it on the Travel Channel if you want. But uh, I always have questions about these haunted houses, you know, like Amityville. So the DeFeo murders happen. The Lutzes move in. They know about the murders. And then all this weird stuff starts happening. And they keep living there. And they keep living there. And it's the same thing in every movie. Move See, out! My wife and I love watching these movies, but dude, one thing happens and I'm gone. Yeah. Like, I'm going to figure it out. I'll, I'll sell the house, but I'm not staying there for Mm-mm. weeks and months and trying to, Mm-mm. until my daughter disappears into the other world. You know what I mean? Like, none of that's happening. You know, these, these you know, the, the, the flies and the priest comes over. How many times you got to have the house blessed before you realize <laughs> it ain't working, bro? Right, right. It ain't going to happen. Well, in this people, housing market, you just sell it. Right. This is, hey, and probably get more you know money for it right now, trying to sell your house if you tag it with That's haunted, right? haunted. Would you buy a haunted house, Shaw? No. Gene, if somebody said, look, this house is oh, haunted. Oh, hell no. It, would you buy a house where murders occurred? No. No. They got to disclose that, right? They can't just keep that from you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a, like, true believer that's going to go ghost hunting or whatever, but I definitely feel like... If some sort of violent event occurred at a house, especially with multiple murders, there's something that lingers, Shaw. You know what I mean? It just feels like that. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's going into a... Like, we used to go, and, and when we were kids, teenagers, we'd go down. There was a very famous uh, mental institution that was uh, closed in the area, and we would go there, and you know, and we'd go late at night when it was dark and they had security there but you could sneak around them and you'd get in and it was scary but a lot of it is your mind playing tricks of course, on you, obviously of course but uh, a new survey found that 38% of people say they have actually decided not to buy a house because of some sort of superstitious reason huh. uh, the number one reason Shaw no big surprise here something bad happened inside yeah. the house yeah mm-hmm. Oh, you mean 12 people murdered? In the, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah probably, but never mind. Yeah. I'm not interested. Oh, there's a red room in the basement that no one I'm can explain it. that mm-hmm. might be a, a portal to hell. Oh, yeah. Ed Gein lived here? Huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and a lot of people, they, you know, when they travel, they want to stay. What is it? The Admiral Hotel in Milwaukee? Uh, the the um, Fister. Hey, Fister. but I stayed there. That yeah, I have too. But it's supposedly the most haunted hotel in, in or one and of the most haunted in America, right? right? Not really, though. Well, but uh, you know, there's uh, you know they the bars, so. the bars in Milwaukee. Some of them offer walking tours uh, for Dahmer. You know, you go mm-hmm. visit the parks and you go by the place where he lived. And obviously, there's that Hotel Cecil in L.A. that you know where Ramirez stayed, you know, for a while, and that woman disappeared. Um, uh, number two on the list of reasons why uh, people would decide not to buy a house felt bad vibes. Yeah, maybe you don't. Maybe nothing really happened in there, but you go in there and something it doesn't feel right. Though. Is off. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. Uh, unlucky address, Shaw, which seems... 666 Main Street? <laughs> 666 Freddy Krueger Street? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> On the corner of Jason Borges Boulevard? Yeah, 13th floor. Many hotels don't have a 13th floor. Dude, the 14th floor is the 13th floor. It is. Numbers, you can't skip numbers on floors. It doesn't work. Science. Uh, it was on a street with an unlucky name. Yeah. Black Cat Lane, right? Mm-hmm. Walk under that a ladder boulevard. me, I don't think. Broken Mirror Avenue. Yeah. Uh, unlucky time of year. When is an unlucky time of year? Right. Mm, I don't. Again, a new survey asking people uh, if they've decided to not buy a house because of some sort of superstition. Uh, layout of the home had bad, bad feng shui. Feng shui. Feng shui. Uh, feng, feng, shui. feng shui. Feng shui. Shui. Uh, yeah. So if you walk in and it's got uh, hidden rooms or or weird torture dungeons in the basement, then yeah, maybe the feng shui's off a little bit, Shaw. 
And uh, too close to a cemetery is mm-hmm. number seven I, on the list, that, which should be a little yeah, bit higher, that, you think, I right? I see. That would right? be a thing for me. You think that that would be a little higher on the list, right? I don't want one in my backyard, that's well, for sure. You never know. Did they move the bodies or did they move the headstones? <laughs> that's right. You son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. You son of a bitch, you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones. Yeah, I don't know if they if you're like, you know, building houses and there was a cemetery, you know, especially mm-hmm. like something, you know, maybe like an ancient Indian burial site or something like that and you know there, there's some myths or local legends about it and yeah, I don't know man I'm good you know or like the Japanese forest where people go and commit suicide all the time uh-uh. I don't know if you want to live next to that man no. like hey great views of the forest no, I'm good oh, I'm good actually I'm alright I'm cool yeah I'll see it in pictures on the internet that's what the internet's for I can do that over here in America don't watch the VHS tape Oh, they found a VHS tape in the basement? Well, let's watch it. Yeah. Let's put it on right Everybody now. gather round. Let's, in fact, let's bring the TV out in the backyard where the well is. We'll watch it right there with the well. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. But yeah, I don't. I, we've only bought two houses, obviously. We've never had any problems with, with either one. But uh, I know my wife thought we had a ghost cat in the first house. <laughs> Animals are the great uh, thing about, you know, when you move into a house that you think is haunted, though. Because I said, look, man, we got two of the barkiest dogs in the world. If there was a ghost cat in this house, don't right. you think that that cat, the dogs... They tip you off, yeah. Oh, my God. They go nuts. They go crazy. I mean, they, you can't even ride your bicycle by our house with the, the dog going nuts. Yeah, I don't think I would... Uh, I would go visit Haunted House or something like that, but I don't think I'd buy one, Shaw. Nope. You're just asking for trouble. Then you get people driving by throwing pizzas on your roof like freaking <laughs> bad people. It's like, get out of here, man. But the other thing about the Amityville is that everybody that's owned the house since... The never Lutz, had any the problems. The family has never reported any right. kind of any kind of issues. So, Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Uh, we we omitted one birthday, Shaw, because I wanted to give it its due. I wanted to make sure we got to it and gave it its proper it amount me. of time. What is it? Born on this day in 1932. Died in 2014 after some really weird years with his. Second wife or third wife who was keeping uh, keeping him hostage, I believe. Wouldn't let people see him. He was trying to get his money. And he always reminded you to keep your feet on the ground. Ah, uh, yes. And keep reaching for them stars, Shaw. The voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo. The voice of Robin the Boy Wonder on Super Friends. And, of course, the, the guy who hosted the Top 10 Countdown Forever. Casey Kasem. The countdown will begin this Sunday <laughs> afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, f- What the hell's going on here? Oh, geez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Geez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. What is this? F-ing ponderous, man. Ponderous. Ponderous. F-ing ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long distance Here comes, uh, yep. And this one is about kids and, and dogs pets and, and a situation that we can all understand. Whether we pictures? have kids or pets or neither. neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio. And here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. A little he dog, was a little named, dog Snuggles. named Snuggles. But he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. To come out of the record, man. Coming out of the record. Upbeat tempo, man. Coming out of those upbeat records. 
goes off the rails real quick. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible <laughs> to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. dying. You know, they do this to me all, all the time. time. I, don't I don't know what the hell they, they do, do it for. But goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow <laughs> record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to concerted. come out of a record that isn't a f***ing up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Ugh. Now, make it, and I Where also are those want pictures? to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. Oh, man. It's a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his f***ing brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a f***ing dog guy. One of the greatest things of all time. I'll, 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 I, I love it. I'll never get sick of that, Shaw. Slightly it's so saltier than his public persona there, yeah. Yes. Well, he just, for decades, man, he, he you didn't know this. For those of you that aren't in this industry, you don't see this part of it. I mean, but this is how we talk 99% of the time. Mm. Most people in radio, that's how we talk. And we just go Super crazy funny. about the most inane things, you know, like where are the pictures? What pictures? Yeah, I, I don't know. care. <laughs> is Don on the phone? Like, is Don just on the phone all the time during Casey? And who's reading? Don? I love it. And it's just funny because it's this guy you would never expect it from because he's doing the top. Hey, it's Casey Kasem. The yeah, top 10. Yeah, yeah. We're counting him down as we always do right here. Classic in 94.7. Yeah. All right. It's coming right back. Stand on the feet. And keep your feet in the ground. And, you know, and then all of a sudden he's dropping these GDs and F-bombs. He and it's like, whoa. He got upset. All over some dog dying. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're the guy whose dog was dying and you hear that and you're like, man, I was the guy who pushed Casey over the edge. It was me and Snuggles. What did we do to you, Casey? I'm sorry. Please, Casey, don't take it out on Snuggles. Snuggles is dead. Stop beating a dead dog. Leave him alone, Casey. Casey. Please. I'm sorry. I just wanted a song for my dead dog. Yeah, but we have that great audio. Oh. I, I, sorry, Shaw. No, it's a little okay. farther. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Either of you watch the Britney thing on uh, Hulu? No. no. I watched it. My wife and? was... Well, I was doing work on the computer. I know that no one cares, but... I wasn't actively watching it, but I was working on the computer one Saturday morning a few months ago or weeks ago when this came out. And so my wife was watching it, and I just happened to be in the background watching it at the same time. Um, but I didn't, you know, whatever. I mean, uh, people are pissed because Brittany's got her dad that's, you know, she's like, what? And- she's 40, and her dad's still controlling her and mm-hmm. keeping track of her finances and stuff. And so this whole movement started, and there was a documentary made called Framing Britney Spear- uh, Spears. Uh, and now they're working on a new one, Shaw. Yeah. I don't know if you heard. Leave Britney alone. First of all, that guy didn't even make it into the Framing Britney ah, thing. That's too bad. Which is sad because that was a huge moment. I mean, it like, was. that was a viral moment and had millions of views on YouTube. And that guy didn't even get into the documentary. But now they're going to be doing a documentary. The same people that did the Britney one are mm-hmm. doing a JT and Janet Jackson one from the Super Bowl halftime show in 04. The nipple. They're turning. Uh, they're making a mountain out of a molehill. What they're making a show out of a nipple. Well, so what they're really focusing on is the after effects, right? They're going to talk to some of the dancers and the people who produced the show, uh, the halftime show at the 2004 Super Bowl, and then they're going to talk about the legal battle that occurred, which took de- you know a decade essentially to get through because people were upset about a second and a half of nipple on national television. 
at what, 9 o'clock at night? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah, but it was during the oh, kids were watching, oh, no. children How were dare watching I have to that. explain a nipple to my children. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the world's coming to an end. What are we going to do, Shaw? <laughs> so, anyways, the people that made the Framing Britney Spears... A documentary have announced their next project, and it'll be about the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction at the 04 Super Bowl. I think I know enough about that to move on with my Man, life. we heard about it forever. <laughs> no, no, you got to watch a special shot. <laughs> we heard about it forever. I mean, seriously, no word on if Janet or Justin will be well, didn't involved. Well, did the lawsuit or the fines and stuff, didn't that, wasn't that like five years before? Well, that's they, what I was just saying. Right. Yeah, the lawsuit took like forever. a decade. Like yeah. a decade for them to wrap up. Crazy. I mean, it took forever. By the way, the Patriots won that Super Bowl. <laughs> FYI. Oh, jeez. Get the Panthers. Get out of here. 32 to 29. <laughs> Come on. Did you know that? No. Oh, yeah. I was. It was all Nipplegate. I forgot <laughs> all about the football part of it. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady was the MVP. Won the God, way back then, he was still playing football? Yeah, he's Shouldn't been playing football Shouldn't that guy retire? Right. How he old invent- is this guy? He invented football, oh. all right? Yeah. <laughs> Justin uh, saw pretty much no repercussions for exposing her her nipple, her bejeweled right no, nipple. No, I know, but she did during the big game. But she obviously got uh, you know a lot of a flack for the incident. But uh, no word yet on if Janet or Justin will be involved in this upcoming documentary. However, she's got her own apparently some kind of lifetime documentary. But I don't think it's about the nipple gate. I think it's just about her career mm. in general. Uh, so I doubt she'll be involved in any way, shape, or form. And Justin didn't get. Uh, High grades from the Britney one, so he'll probably stay away from this one as well. He had to issue an apology on Instagram after the Britney one came out, but there you go, Shaw. You know, that whole incident introduced us to the term wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Since then, we haven't seen any, right? There was, it was pretty close to the Oscars with Halle Berry. My wife pointed it out. Ooh. Look, that's a nipple. <gasps> wow, and then we had Brandy Chastain take her top off, her soccer jersey off. She had a sports bra on it, and people freaked out. about. What, I is, know. what is wrong with us? Why are we so prudish? Like, what is our deal? That's what the Europeans want to know. I mean, seriously, it's a yes. sports bra. It's a sports bra. It's, you go to the you go beach and you see way worse than that. You turn on Victoria's Secrets, it's uh, whatever. You Why see that so at the grocery free? store. I know. <laughs> and that was what, 09, I think, the Chastain thing? Yeah, but it, it wasn't that long ago that bra ads had to have the bra over the oh, clothing. Geez. I mean, think Dude, about that. We are, we are a mutant. We mm. are just a mutant species, mm. and we just can't figure it out. We're just, we got problems, man. We really do. We need to like get rid of all that stuff and move on and let's think of how much we could accomplish if we didn't worry about nipples and <laughs> and sports bras. I mean, think of it. Oh my goodness, that lady's got her sports bra on. How dare she? How dare she, Shaw? She looked pretty good doing it though. Well, and why wouldn't you? You just right. won. Exactly. You just won the, what was it, the World Cup, yeah, it I think they won Cup. on a penalty yes. kick. Yes. I mean, the the highlight of her career probably. Get out of here. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the button. Faster than a speeding bullet. I'm a superhero. More powerful than a locomotive. I'm a superhero. That's who I am. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. I'm like a superhero or something. Hey, I'm a superhero too. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's National Superhero Day. Your superpowers being the best. Morning show. Come on. It's showtime. It is National Superhero Day, Shaw. (laughs) Really? Who's your favorite superhero? I always like Spider-Man. Yeah? The web slinger? Mm Mm-hmm. Peter Parker? Cool story. Bit by a radioactive spider, got his powers. 
Which kind of uh, version of the web slinging do you prefer? Do you like the uh, webs that shoot out of his wrists like a spider out of its rear end, or do you like the cartridges that he has, uh, some mm. sort of equipment that he gets from Stark Industries? Which one do you prefer? I didn't know that he had uh, cartridges. Yeah, there's several different versions. Uh, I'm going old school with the old cartoons, so. All right, all right. Gene, favorite superhero? Uh, Well, I really like the reboot of Wonder Woman, and I like Iron Man. <laughs> Can't go wrong with Iron Man. A lot of heart there. Yeah, I know. He's got his own song. And he's, I, I can't distinguish between Tony, you know what I mean? Is right. the, he's so Iron Man. He's just so cl- awesome. Top signs, you're a lame superhero <laughs> on National Superhero Aww. Day here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 Rock. <laughs> Ready, Shaw? Yes. Top signs, you're a lame superhero. Forget the Justice League or the Avengers. You can't even get into your neighborhood watch program. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Mystery Men, great movie. Ben Stiller, yes. Pee Wee Herman. If you haven't seen it, uh, watch it, Shaw. It's a really good movie. It's from, I think, the late 90s, maybe early 2000s. But uh, Mystery Men, I think it's on Netflix, too. I watched it the other day. Uh, top signs, you're a lame superhero. Your superpower is eating biscotti without cracking a tooth. That's not easy to do. That's why you got to dunk it in your tea, right? Mm-hmm. The S on your chest stands for sassy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sassy man. <laughs> Top signs, you're a lame superhero here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Everyone's really impressed that you felt totally fine after your second dose of the COVID vaccine. That's what, that's what really did it for him, Shaw. Is that, oh, I got powers because I didn't feel too bad after my second dose. Nice. Top signs, you're a lame superhero at all these superhero parties. You're always the one who wakes up with a <laughs> penis drawn on your face. Aww. Come on, guys. Not again. Good bullying. Permanent ink. Permanent ink? Come on, man. Sharpie? Couldn't use that Crayola stuff that washes off? Top signs, you're a lame superhero here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Whenever you save someone's life, you ask for a positive review on Yelp. (laughs) If you just uh, Yelp me, uh, give me five stars, that'd be great. When the commissioner needs you, he turns on the bell of the local ice cream truck. (laughs) Instead of shooting a big... come running. Instead of shooting a big light into the sky mm-hmm. with your symbol. Uh, top signs, you're a lame superhero. A few more. You can spot a sentence that needs an Oxford comma from a mile oh, away. Shaw. Oh, punctuation superhero. You're one of those people. Uh, you bought your costume at Party City. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Some of those are pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Top signs, you're a lame superhero. You can't leap over tall buildings or mm-hmm. anything else for that matter because you lost a foot from diabetes. Whoops. Unless it's a mini stone hedge. Yeah, might be able to get over that. Your bright red cap matches your Crocs. <laughs> superhero and Crocs. Nice. Super Croc Man? Is that, I'm Croc Man. Top signs, you're a lame superhero. A couple more. Your hands are lethal weapons, but not nearly as lethal as your breath. Ooh. Knock them right out. A little tic-tac there, a little banaka. Might go a long way. And uh, last but not least, uh, top signs, you're a, su- a lame superhero. Your headquarters is in your mom's basement. Yeah. Probably not going to fight too many battles when you got Hard to save the world from down there. Meatloaf! We want it now. What is she doing up there? <laughs> there you go. Some top signs. You're a lame superhero on National Superhero Day. I can't go wrong with Superman. True. He's got it all. He's fast. He, he can, can fly. He can fly. He can do it all, Shaw. He's got lasers at a, shooting yep. out of his eyes. He can freeze you with his breath. He froze a lake and put out a fire at a... That's at a, true. At a, at a, uh, like a chemical plant. He can see uh, underneath your clothes and tell you what color your panties are if you're mm-hmm. Lois Lane, unless you're standing behind a lead planter. <laughs> yeah, man. 
The only thing that gets him is kryptonite, right? That's it. His only weakness. That's it. One rock floating out there in the middle of space. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. And Tina Turner is leading the fan vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. As of yesterday, Turner has about 534,000 votes. Uh, The Go-Go's also on the list, followed by Iron Maiden and Foo Fighters. Fans can vote for up to five nominees each day at vote.rockhall.com through May 7th. The winner of the fan vote will be tallied with the industry votes. The inductees will be announced later in May. How do you put Tina Turner I don't, in before I, Iron Maiden? How is Iron Maiden not in there already? That's what I was thinking, this, Brian. They should burn how that thing that, to the ground. I'm how sorry. Is Maiden I like, not in there for I know already. it's a, I know it's a, a mockery. I know it's not a real Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anymore. They let everybody in. That's fine. Well, it's but kind of how, like a Music Hall of Fame, not just that, rock. And that's okay. Call it that. Change right. it. Change the name. Say yes. Music Hall of Fame. Stop calling it Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, all right? We're letting rappers in there. We're letting Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul, great. Yeah, One of the best artists oh, of all time. Should be in but something. not a rock and roller, okay? And how is Iron Maiden not getting more votes than Tina Turner? Right. I mean, this is ridiculous. Do you know the, I assume this is a band, Fella Cutie? Have you ever heard of them? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either, but they're second place in the fan vote behind so, Tina Turner, ahead of Iron Man. And this is one of those goofy online social yeah. media things, right? Let's Hey, let's Bodie McBoatface, right? Mm-hmm. That's what this is. But how do you not have Iron Maiden in there? I mean, already. Get out of here with that crap. I like Tina Turner, too. Her songs are to the jam. She was in Thunderdome. How can you go wrong? You can't. She kicked Ike's ass, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, you'll never do better than me, baby. Oh, watch me. Watch these legs. These legs were made for dancing all over your grave, son. But how do you not have Iron Maiden in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame already? Get out of here. If I was Iron Maiden, I'd just go over there. You know what? I don't want to be there anyway. I wouldn't be stupid Hall of Fame. That's ridiculous. Those people, that's why I don't get into the award shows and all that stuff, the Grammys and all that. They don't know anything. They're so stupid. Bunch of idiots. Know nothing about music. Thanks for pissing me off. Sorry, man. Man, you really, you should have warned me. I have to take my blood pressure pill now. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Bad news, happy music, plus your killing me shaws coming up. You're telling me you'd rather a private dancer? And run I, to the I, hills. No, I, I. Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really, you're killing me, Shaw's. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaw's. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaw's. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8 a.m., your shot at my morning show money. This week, it's $40, Shaw. 40 bucks. There. Not chump change. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. Conveniently located in downtown La Crosse. Jean thinks you're going to get it. She's got faith in you, Shaw. Mm. You have been on a tear recently. Mm, using, using deductive powers to determine... The movie quotes, you've gotten them right two weeks in a row now. That's true. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, the bar is pretty low, so. Yeah, but I mean, it's just been, it's been great to watch you work, man. It's well, great. You. You're having an MVP season. <laughs> <laughs> Caller 15, their opinion is what matters, though, not Gene. 608-784-0957. Who's this? Adam. Adam, are you familiar with how to play this game? Yeah, I think so. All right, Adam, you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? I'm going to say he's not going to know it. All right. Adam doesn't have faith in you, Shaw. Adam okay. also sounds like he's calling from the moon. Mm-hmm. 
So listen closely, Shaw. Going to play it a few times. I think you might recognize the, the voice. You might even recognize the quote. I, 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 I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Listen closely, Shaw. Senior pizza with extra anchovies. Great. Catch that? Not really. Extra anchovies. I heard that part. You want to hear that again? Please. All right. Senior pizza with extra anchovies. Great. Any idea on the voice? It doesn't sound familiar, no. All right. We'll give it one more time here. Listen closely. Senior pizza with extra anchovies. Great. Senior pizza with extra anchovies. See, I didn't catch that first word. Senior pizza. Yeah, that's the name of the pizza joint. Senior pizza with extra anchovies. Now, if you don't get it right, Adam wins my morning show money. And uh, before we hung up with Adam, he said, give the money to Noah Schrader, our kid for Big Bike. So I'm cool with that. If, if very you don't cool get with it. that. I'm very cool with that, Shaw. That 40 bucks will go right into the, into the fund. But uh, I still want you to take a stab at it. See what you can come up with here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um... It just doesn't ring a bell. Let's say um, uh, the, the Karate Kid. I don't know. Gene? I don't know, but it's Karate Kid. I know it's not that. That it was is, great, though. It is not the Karate Kid. It's actually a movie called Lover Boy starring Patrick Dempsey, who would go on to be what? McSteamy or McDreamy, oh. one of those two. And he was a pizza delivery guy who broke up with his girlfriend. And uh, whenever these women would order a pizza with extra anchovies it meant they wanted him to seduce them. Oh, that was code. I get it. And he would show up. And this one in particular, he showed up and she was in a bikini and she was very sultry and she did not want the, uh, the, the sex. She just wanted pizza for her kids. And he starts taking his clothes off and the kids come in and they're like, yay, pizza. A very naughty looking Kirstie Alley, a very young (laughs) and hot and sexy looking Kirstie Alley. In this movie, so was Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. This one must be an old one. Uh, 89. Came out on this day in 1989. Patrick Dempsey, uh, starring in the movie Loverboy. Many years ago, Sean. You could have given me all day to guess that, and I wouldn't have come up with it. So, yeah, congratulations goes to Adam. He was correct. He guessed correctly, and at 40 bucks, we'll go into uh, the fund for Noah Schrader, our kid from La Crescent, who is uh, our Big Bikes kid. You can find out about Noah and register for Big Bikes on the website or on the app. Thank you very much to Adam for the donation. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. By the way, have you have you been on our Facebook page this morning at all? I don't think I have, no. All right, you got to go there and, like, or the morning sickness page at 957therock.com. Okay. There is a uh, recent post that I wrote about this roundabout that they just put in in northeastern Kentucky. Okay. Northeastern Tennessee, I believe. All right. And it's, dude. Why, what? They got like drone footage of people trying to figure it out. Oh, boy. Brutal. <laughs> Dude, brutal. These people should not have licenses. You mean like can't figure it out? Can't. Going the wrong way. What? Dude, traffic in a, in a roundabout goes in one direction, right? It just keeps going around and around. Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament, right? <laughs> we know how that movie goes. But no, this is in northeastern Kentucky. You got to watch this video. These people are coming up on the wrong side of the road, and instead of turning right and going around the roundabout, they're turning left and going on to, into oncoming travel. On. Oh, Dude, I, I kid I'm you. I'm looking at it right now. And one guy goes with his camper, and everybody follows. <laughs> it is what a mess. Are you watching this? I am, yeah. Unbelievable. It's just a whole bunch of them. Is this like, a, I feel like this is a vacation in 
I can't get over it. Right? Hey, the Big Ben Parliament, kids. Over it. <laughs> Dude. Wow. Look, How many kids? Big Ben Parliament. It. Oh, my gosh. One stops in the middle going, oh, I think I made a mistake. Well, i got to keep going now. I'll just back up and turn around. Can I pull a Yui here? Do I just three-point turn it, or what's the wow. deal? Well, it is Kentucky. It is amazingly bad. If you haven't seen this video, do yourself a favor and either get to our Facebook page or the Morning Sickness page at 957 How do these things work? How does this work? What I love about it is that the one guy goes, and then everybody's like, yep, that guy knows what's going on. We're going to follow him. Just taking his lead. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. When was the last time you were at the grocery store? Uh, Nope. Uh, Saturday. Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Must have loaded up, huh? Oh, I always do. (laughs) Every week. I was there yesterday briefly. Uh, We finally got one of those uh, four-week coupon thingies in the mail it had been a year obviously covid kind of mm-hmm. shut things down at festival but uh after a year off we finally got one of those you know those things where they, i know what you're like, talking about so i went yesterday because it uh you know the, mm-hmm. the the new thing started yesterday and it was like a free loaf of bread and like a buck 98 for a bag of family-sized doritos and needed to pick up a few other things uh anyways but i usually try not to go uh during the week and it's not because of covid or anything it's just because i don't like people um i I try to go on the weekends uh-huh. very early because I always I get up early on the weekends anyways. You know, Saturday and Sunday, I'm still up at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Body just doesn't change on the weekends, you know. Um, but they open at 5 uh, now that they're not open 24 hours a day. And at 5 a.m., it's usually like me Bam. and one or two right. other dudes. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the store is clean. It's stocked as best as it can be. And I can get in and out of there in like 20 minutes without any kind of hassle. And uh, that's definitely... Uh, the jam for me. You go whenever, right? I mean, you don't have a specific time that you go? No, it's usually the weekends. It's usually Saturday or Sunday after oh. I've put all my list together, and it's usually, Packed. like, late. No, it's not too bad. Late morning. Yeah, if I go, if I go after work at, like, 10, 11 o'clock, I'll get, a, uh, I'll get a mixture of old people, the blue hairs that are in there, uh, and then the kids from Central mm-hmm. uh, having lunch or whatever, gra- grab yeah. their lunch. Um, but uh, are you being rude at the grocery store? I don't think so. This is one reason. All these reasons are are exactly why I, I try to go okay. on, the, on the weekends when they're just opening the doors. Obviously, when you go at five a.m. on Saturday or Sunday, the liquor department's not open, which is the the real big pitfall of trying to go that early. But I think the liquor department at Festival in the Village opens at six a.m. It does. So if I just you know hold off for an hour, I should be good to go. <laughs> Uh, but rude things you shouldn't be doing at the grocery store, according to uh, a list compiled by Reader's Digest. You can see this, by the way, uh, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to read more about it. But uh, I'm surprised. I don't know if they're in any particular order, but I would not put this one first. Uh, don't leave your cart in the middle of the parking lot. No, gosh, no. That's certainly on the list. That's just a really big jerky thing to do. Dick move. Totally. Rude behavior. Totally. They put... You know, umpteen cart corrals out there yeah. just so you don't have to walk back to the uh-huh. store. I get it. But if you leave it in the in the middle of the, you know, a parking spot, it's just going to roll off and hit somebody's car. And what does that say about you as a human being? Like, oh, sorry, Grandma, no more room in the car. We're just going to leave you here in the parking lot. Dude, take the extra 10 or 15 seconds and put the stupid thing back in the cart corral. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't leave the checkout line to grab another item. Ooh. Is that infuriating or what? You've gotten behind the lady. She's got a cart full of stuff. All the lines are full. She's already got everything through the conveyor belt and she forgot the guacamole or the hamburger helper or that one stupid thing that she could just come back and get tomorrow. And instead, 
She's like, I'll be right back. You know you're not coming right now, back. Now, I've done that, but oh. my all of my groceries are piled. They're still conveyor belting them. You know what I mean? Like, I've stacked everything up, and they're, they're, it's going to be a while while they're scanning things, and so I'll run and go back. So the transaction is nowhere near finalized. I don't like the person leaving, and then I'm there wondering, are, are they, they going to make back? it back? <laughs> and usually I'm with someone else, so they're still staying there. But right. yes, I have done Are that. they going to run into somebody and have a conversation? Mm-hmm. Are they going to not find the item? Is it going to be out? You know, I mean, what's the deal? Are they going to bring the one back that doesn't have a price tag on it? Don't leave the checkout item uh, line if, you, if you're checking out. Uh, these are five rude things you should not be doing at the grocery store, according to uh, a list compiled by Reader's Digest. Again, you can see this on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. This one gets me all the time. You know me, I have OCD. Go up and down the aisles. Don't wander. Don't be in the middle. Don't graze. Don't oh, yeah, be a, don't yeah. be a sheep or a lamb or a cow. Or just get your business done. Go up and down the aisles. If you got to go across the aisle to get grab something on the left side, then go across, get it, and put it in your cart, and then get moving. These people that like put their cart in the middle of the aisle and then just stand around, read the ingredients on the back of a can of SpaghettiOs. It's like, come on, man. It's all just not food. Okay, just get it and let's go. Don't block the aisle with your stupid cart. Move. Uh, some people, number four on the list, try to try to hit the 15 items or less aisle when they have way yeah. more than 15 items. Dude, you're a douche. Don't be that guy. Like, if you got 20, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. No big deal. I counted badly. <laughs> right. Whatever. I get it. You have a handful of things. You're just yeah. trying to get out of there quickly. I understand that. But if you've got half a cart full, come on, dude. You're, 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 you need to go in the other aisle. Don't be that guy. A recent poll found that 89% of us think 10 items or less should be a strict rule. So I'm not alone on that one. And uh, this one is is a problem no matter where I go. Uh, and again, this is why it's always nice to go so early to the grocery store. The kids. Children. Just children in general for me. I just don't like to see them and be around them. They're just loud and annoying and obnoxious. Uh, but kids misbehaving in the grocery store and running all over and not paying attention and you've got to pay attention for them because they're not smart enough to pay attention for themselves. That's annoying. Put your kid on a leash. Get one of them leash things and just save <laughs> yeah, us all right. the time and trouble. Put them in the cart, you know? Yeah, well. Or don't bring them. <laughs> that stuff doesn't necessarily work. <laughs> Can we have adult-only shopping hours at the grocery store where kids aren't allowed? Can we have one of those? Well, they do have those tot spots, which is cool. I remember using that a lot. <laughs> there you go. Some rude behaviors uh, that people are doing at the grocery store, according to a new list compiled by Reader's Digest. You can find out more about that on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. The better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. It's the weekend. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend, Shaw. It's going to be friggin' gorgeous. 82 tomorrow. 62 today with lots of sunshine. That's my jam because I got to mow the lawn. I'd rather do it today than tomorrow. I'll be less sweaty. 83 tomorrow. 74 with some thunderstorms developing in the afternoon on Sunday. So the weather's going to be right for some outdoor day drinking. You can start today at noon over at the 608. 608 Brewing Company today with a can release. Their Citronado Supercell can release. It's a hazy triple IPA at ten and a half, so you know your boy ain't drinking any of that because I don't do IPAs, brah, and I definitely don't do doubles, and I certainly don't do triples. <laughs> but they've got other great beers on the menu, and their back patio is open, so if you're worried about it being a little too crowded, don't worry. They open up a back patio over there at the 608 Brewing Company today at noon for their big can release. They're doing releases all the time. Yeah, they are. 
Uh, if you want to get out tonight and show off your pipe shot, you can get to the Driftless Axon Arcade in downtown Lacrosse Karaoke. Starts at 9 o'clock every Wednesday and Friday. Got yourself a nice little montage of people trying to do down with the sickness <laughs> from Disturbed on our morning sickness page at 957therock.com if you'd like to enjoy that while nice. you get ready to go out. Ooh, ah! How many of those can you do, Shaw? Ooh, ah! Not that many. Uh, tomorrow morning, get up bright and early, get your butt down to Chaseburg. The Village Hall is hosting the Chaseburg Soul Burner Kickoff Pancake Breakfast and Baked Sale. Pancakes from 7 a.m. till 10.30. There's also going to be a Broughton Hot Dog Sale at the Tippy Toe from 11 till 1. All the proceeds benefit, of course, the Chaseburg Soul Burner for the American Cancer Society. Great people, great things they do down there. Speaking of benefits, real quick, side note, yours truly, getting back behind the bar at Dell's in downtown La Crosse tomorrow at 11 a.m. for the first time in, I don't know, three, four, five years. And uh, if you order something complicated, I won't make it. Uh, if you order something I don't want to make, I'm not going to make You're it. You're making bloodies, right? I, I will make you a Bloody Mary. I will serve you a beer, and I will donate all of my tips, just like the rest of the bartenders, to, to the Sandy Sneath family, who was oh, a bartender yeah, yeah. at Dell's many years ago. Uh, she recently passed away from a battle with Cancer Shaw, and all the bartenders at this year's fifth annual bartender reunion at Dell's Bar in downtown La Crosse are donating the tips from That's 11 a.m. Awesome. until 7 p.m., uh, and we've got everybody coming back. I think uh, Chubba's going to be back behind the bar at some point. Me and a bunch of other people that have worked at Dell's. So that's tomorrow starting at 11 a.m. Uh, at Dell's Bar in downtown La Crosse. Saturday, uh, that's what you can do. And then on Sunday, Shaw, even though it runs all weekend, you can get to the Onalaska Omni Center for the final day of the La Crosse Area Builders Association oh, Home Show. It's the home show. Uh, it actually runs all weekend. Friday today from 4 until 8. Tomorrow from 10 until 5. And Sunday from 11 until 4. As always, there's tons of other stuff going on in our area. You can find many of those events online at AroundRiverCity.com. And if you've got an event coming up and you want to see it on the website, please submit it for free at AroundRiverCity.com. Yeah, I was just on there yesterday looking around at the live music because oh, that's dude, so, so nice. And, I know, right? On patios and out at uh, you know far, country farms. And so I think they're yeah. doing them... Um, that pizza farm out by uh, Eckers Apple. Yep. I think they're, they're, they've they're got live music. Yep. Yeah, so you can find out all sorts of fun stuff to do by going Tons to Tons of River events City. in the area. Check out AroundRiverCity.com for more of them. And that is three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. I think I saw your boy's going to be setting up his uh, pizza stand there at the Builders Association show. He is. Outside the I Center. went up there to Winona last week. Tommy Babs, the pizza guy. And I had uh, I had the first pizza, I believe. He had you, a, he had, you first in line? He wasn't even set up yet. Son of a bitch lied to me. But he is going to be at the uh, Builder Show or no, the Home Show on, on Alaska Omni Center. And, uh, dude, 90 seconds. Pizza was ready. I know. It's Had great. pickles on it. It was great. Loved it. Carrie Special. Oh, that is a good one. I loved it. Normally, I go chicken, bacon, ranch, shop, but I went outside my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Great success. <laughs> I liked. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.